Hello and welcome to the Sportscast podcast with me, Liam, James and Jordan. This week we will be going over the week's football with the double header, the fallout in the Formula 1 and discuss what our highest achievement in sports are. Gentlemen, how are we? Yeah, we're all good. You? Yeah, very well, thank you. Jordan? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good. Another very busy week, I think, would be the way to sum this week up. Um, double header at the football with the Premier League, and then plenty going off in other sports. I mean, if we start with football, just um, just being so busy, midweek, you had your team, James, left it very, oh, very, very late. late. Very late, yeah. It was a bit of a squeaky bum time, but it was, um, yeah, good result at the time. Yeah, beating Luton 4-3. From what I read, uh, Luton were very lucky to get all three. It was, Raya was very poor in goal. Yeah, I, I still, I, I spoke to you about this the other week, didn't I? I still don't know why they're choosing Raya in goal over Aaron Ramsdale. Um, he did make a mistake. I think it was for the second goal. Um, but it's, at the end of it, Arsenal got the three points they needed and they were lucky, well, lucky that other results went their way to put yeah. them at the time, top of the table. So, yeah, it was a, it was a, a good three points it was I mean they celebrated at the end like they just won the title that's how much it meant to them so it's um at least that put us on top temporarily yeah and the other result that went your way and I called I called it last Sunday Villa City yeah yeah outstanding result for Aston Villa um I mean well even even at the weekend they Yesterday they beat Arsenal, didn't they? One nil as well. So I mean, it wasn't yeah. the best game in the world yesterday. But I mean, Aston Villa have just taken six points off of two two of the top teams in the league. So put them, put them, put them third as well. Yesterday that result, yeah, a bit different today a, with with what's gone on. But yeah, it's just a point behind Arsenal. So um, yeah, yeah. I never crucially, thought would... cru- crucially they are a point behind Arsenal, but they're also two points in front of City. Same same match played um, with yeah. with with more uh, with more goals for like Aston Villa are on on a decent run of form, um, so props to them to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. Everton big win three 0 at Newcastle, and then today two 0 against Chelsea. I know, unbelievable! I'm so happy that Everton are winning because I, I was I was gutted when they they got, they had those points deduction and. Mm. You know, but for them to get six points off two good teams in two games, you know, they're now what four points clear of the relegation zone. Yeah. So I mean, absolutely fantastic for Everton. Really yeah. is. Well, they they um obviously beat Chelsea today. Man United beat Chelsea midweek two one, and then lost three 0 at home to Bournemouth. That. 
it's I'll watch that. I'll watch that game. Yes, uh, not yes. I didn't watch it yesterday. I watched the highlights sorry, of it last night, and Manchester United are just horrendous. They just seem to lack any plan. Yeah, I mean, part of me thinks that the players are playing the way they are to get Ten Hag out. Well, you often see this, don't you? When the, yeah. the managers lost the lost the um, the changing room, so to speak, you tend to see that the players just don't give a toss really, and they they just think, oh, sod it, you know, because they're not you, gonna, they're not going to get sacked, are they? The players are not going to get sacked. No, but do you think though this is one manager too many? You know, M- Mourinho was coming out saying it was the players, and you know, Moisey said it was the players. All these people have come out, Solskjaer, it's the players. You know, and no one believed them. Uh, there's got to become a point where it is the players. Yeah. You can't always be team, a manager. The best teams are obviously led by the best managers, but the best managers in any environment, whether it's football or workplace or anything, they, they unite a team. And yeah. the team, uh, the 11 men on the pitch at the time, work in perfect harmony. They know where each other are. They've got a respect for each other. And watching watching someone like Newcastle, I know they've had a, a bad result, but watching watching Newcastle, they're all kind of, and, and like Wrexham, I know we've, we've talked a bit about Wrexham, they've all kind of got united around a common goal. They all seem to kind of bounce off each other. United teams just seem like they're in disrepair. They they don't flow. They don't don't kind of have a... Uh, a nice fluid play when you watch them. It's just not a good, enjoyable football match to watch when you're watching Manchester United. And off and off the field as well. That seems to be the the story as well. With you know the facilities apparently really run down. Is to Jim Radcliffe fit twenty five percent only yet or not? They still don't know kind of things. So mm. when when yeah when it's at the very top as well, I think it makes it very difficult. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, with a team of Manchester United's calibre and the history that they've got as well. And I think Sir Alex Ferguson being there for 20-odd years, or whatever it was, has not helped how people's percep- on what people's perception of Manchester United is. But they were always going to be big shoes to fill. But he's been gone, what, 10 years now? So surely something has had to have changed in that time, but nothing has. Yeah, they gave Moyes a long-term contract for that reason, didn't they? And it never yeah. really materialised. Yeah. Uh, an interesting one, midweek. So, Forest Green Rovers have got to play Scarborough again uh, in the FA Cup. Uh, it's this, I think it's this Tuesday night. For fielding an ineligible player. But it was only in the last round that Barnsley got kicked out for exactly the same. Yeah, I can't work that one out. Why is no. one rule for one, one for another? I can't I d- work that I d- out. Yeah, I didn't know if anyone had seen anything new, anything like... I believe... I mean, even... Barnsley's one's probably more excusable because the player came back off loan, didn't play for York City, but he was registered for the game but didn't play. Mm. So they, there was maybe an air of uncertainty around it. But... Uh, yeah, just a bit of inconsistency in what's acceptable and not acceptable. Yeah, I I haven't seen anything as to why they've not been kicked out like Barnsley have, but I mean, have Forest Green Road has been given a lifeline? Is there something else going on? Is there different circumstances? You just you don't really yeah. 
Mm. They, they they got rained off this weekend as well, so that's you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like the FA to apply the rules consistently and fairly across all teams, though, is it? They, they've got a they've got a really bad yeah. track record of 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 interpreting the rules in different so, situations. Sorry, in different outcomes for the same situation. So, on that of sporting bodies not applying rules consistently and be, being unfair towards some and, and, and not others. What has happened this week with F1, FIA, <laughs> Toto Wolf, Susie Wolf-esque? So, so Susie Wolf works for, um, or works very, very closely with the F1 Academy. The F1 Academy is um, basically the management of Formula One uh, kind of just below Liberty Media. And she heads up the women's kind of the women's uh, Formula One um, series, but she also is a representative for Formula One. Her husband, obviously, is Toto Wolf, the um, CEO of Mercedes Petronas F1 team. And what it has been alleged by who we don't know is that confidential information has been passed between two individuals, and obviously those two individuals being Toto and, and Susie. Um, who are married. Who are married. So are they having a conversation over tea about, I, I don't know, fucking um, uh, Red Bull's finances or whatever? Or is it... Well, that's where, they, that's where this is stemmed from, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So the, or, the... Interestingly, which I know we've all seen, all... Other all seven other teams have all come out and said all nine. All nine. All nine sorry, yeah. All nine uh, unanimously have said at the same time on a targeted Instagram post at the same time that they all posted within a minute of each other. They have not raised a formal complaint about Toto and Susie Wolf. So number one, where has it come from? And number two, is there any substance to it? Um, if so, what does that mean for? Kind of, will the sporting regulations mean a financial fine, a points fine, wind tunnel fine? I mean, it's it's difficult because Susie isn't isn't part of Formula One. She is part of the F1 Academy. Um, so, kind of, I, I don't know is the answer, and I'm looking forward to the entire thing being thrown out because I just think it's ridiculous. Hasn't Lewis Hamilton put his little bit in as well about it all? Uh, I, I yeah, don't know. I've seen this, but probably according to Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, there was a, an award thing last night, and he's he sort of come out and said that it's absolutely dumbfounded. And the fact that all teams have come out and said, "Well, we haven't done it," so everyone believes it's the FIA trying to generate a bit of interest. Which, if they do, if it does come out of that, I've seen that F1's turn around and said, "We will leave the FIA's regulations." So that. You know, could be huge. And so, when you say when well, you say leave the FIA's regulations, are you talking something similar to like what's happening in golf with that live tournament and the PGA? You are having a separate, a yeah, separate correct. Thing. The FIA, the FIA is the the Federation of International Motorsport or Automobile mm. Sport, yeah. um, based in Switzerland. They are they are the arbiters of all motorsport. Right. But that is only due to circumstance. That is only because they have been around since since motor racing was in its absolute infancy. Mm. Um, and I'd love to know if there's another before, governing body out there. If if there is a good, another good, governing body, then then I don't think Liberty Media um, would 
go to it. I genuinely believe that they, with with like Mohammed bin Salman kind of taking up the role, I believe that they will shift to a Saudi based. Come up with your own, own kind of thing. Yeah. Do they like? Do they do they oversee things like? Is it the Dakar rally and you know and 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 whether it be rally they look at all that as well do they as far as i'm aware the fia look after everything from children's karting all the way up to formula one um including wow. all the kind of random sports as well mm. um they 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 are like i say based in switzerland um and that's where so when you have a formula one race and a formula two and a formula three the stewards on at the actual racetrack mm. are reviewing but the actual final decisions and the even down to the um television broadcast kind of the race director is mm. is, is all based as, as a third party so it's mm. it's really convoluted and it's kind of Bernie Eccleston esque, and we're in a completely different era now. And I, I, I think if it all goes to pot with the FIA, I think twenty twenty six we move, um, we move to a different governing body. Yeah. <laughs> this week as well, it was it was overnight. Um, Otani, the American baseball player, or well, the the baseball player in America. He signed with the Dodgers on a 10-year, $700 million deal. That's $1.3 million a week for 10 years. That, <laughs> I won't get out that, of bed, mate. <laughs> so that apparently, that dwarfs the second highest contract given out in... Well, this is apparently the second highest contract ever. Wasn't the Miami, the Miami Marlins gave a massive contract to a pitcher, didn't they, a few years ago? Yes, which was forty nine million a year. This is obviously yeah. guy's got seventy, so he's nearly double it. But um, I, th- I, th- I think it was yeah, yeah, forty nine in dollars. Um, but apparently Ronaldo's on two hundred million a year, so that, that absolutely dwarfs this seven hundred mm. million. But technically, this is the highest contract because Ronaldo's contract is they're not sure on the exact details. So this is the highest contract given out ever. In sports, and it's one point three million a week, and that just absolutely dwarfs Premier League wages. For now, oh, I mean, I, I think Haaland's probably the highest paid player on five hundred. Like that, double and then some. I think within the next five years, you'll you'll see your first million pound a week player in the in the Premier League. I don't think you'll get it in the Premier League. No. Not in five years, no. There's too many FFP to come in. That's why they're all going Saudi. Yeah. Just on a side note, just think how much uh, Harlan spends on shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> he spends more than I do anyway, put it that way. Yeah, yeah I may put together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, me and James sort of caught the back end of it last week, the final hadn't taken place. Ronnie O'Sullivan won the UK mm. Championship 30 years on from his first. So he's now the youngest and the oldest winner of that <laughs> tournament and with 30 years between them so the guy is just unbelievable um, you know what i like about him more, more, more than anything i love the fact that he just rocks up and he don't give a shit he just rock up he do his thing and he goes and he's he's one of them that you know he 
he he must enjoy the sport, but he can either take it or leave it. And depending yeah. on how he wakes up that morning, he might wait if he wake up in a shitty mood, he'll go, Oh, sod it, I can't be bothered today. He don't care and he don't care what people think about him either. With no, he really doesn't. There there was no. a there was a picture from that Sunday morning of him in York stood at a bus stop having a fag. And then, <laughs> and then that afternoon he went and won hundred and I think hundred and sixty grand uh, in the uh for the, for the tournament, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. absolutely crazy. Mark Allen um, won the the the, snook, the the snooker shootout. The 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 I don't know the way to phrase it. Probably the the circus form of snooker. Fifteen second, so ten minute frame, one frame. Win, you know, we win you through to the next round. One frame, you get fifteen seconds a shot for the first five minutes. Ten seconds a shot for the last five minutes. The crowd just go nuts for the whole thing. Mark Allen became the first player from the top 16 to win it. But on, I'm going to shoot myself on the foot here, probably Tuesday or Wednesday night, Sean Murphy hit a 147 um, in the shootout. Which what, actually, well, t- right. So, yes, but it's only the second fastest 147 because Ronnie O'Sullivan hit that five minute 30 odd second one years yeah. ago. Yeah. And for me, I think the 147 is probably the hardest sporting fate. I think I think it's the hardest thing to do in sports. You've got your nine darters, you've got, you know, and, and I didn't know if you guys could think of anything that would be up there to really rival the 147. I think I, I mentioned it to you midweek, and I have got a couple of things in regarding uh, in two different sports, but for two different reasons. I think if you're going to go solely on individual skill and play, I think winning all golf majors is a good one because you are on your own. You can't rely on anybody else to, you know, get you out of the, get you out of the mud if you mess up. You, you you've got to do it all yourself. And I think winning all those majors, there's not many it's not a big group of people that have done that um no, and also i think, I think there's i think there's five um rory needs the masters and i think he'd be the sixth one to do it i couldn't, yeah. I couldn't tell you which ones they are but yeah there's there's a i just i think based on individual skill i mean a lot of a lot of team sports you know, if one player messes up, that's fine because you've got other people there to try and, you know, to help you out and uh, and get you back on track. But I think something like golf, which is such an individual game, um, you you kind of you're on your own. You've got to do it, you know, and you, you you've got to make the decisions. You've got no, you know, they have their caddies going. Oh, I reckon you should take this, you know, this club or this club to here, this that, and the other. But ultimately, it's your decision and what you've got to do. And I think that in itself. Uh, it's a skill mm. to know where you're at. And I just think that is probably one of the hardest things to do. Jordan? So I think I'm going on completely different lines. So whereas, uh, James, you've said that it's harder to do something as an individual, mm. I think something, again, I have two, so I'll, I'll come to my second after your second, but I think the scoring a a perfect hat trick so a hat trick obviously is three mm. goals but a perfect hat trick mm. is left foot right foot header now you can be an extraordinarily skilled player um like messi for example who has the confidence to 
run at defenders and just walk around defenders and score with your left foot and right foot. But actually, uh, uh, if any player requires an assist for a header, which obviously requires being in a, the right attacking position, but it also requires a teammate or teammates to set the goal up for you as well. And then similarly, um, with left foot and right foot, you're kind of relying on the the delivery of the ball into the right area for you to be able to either run onto it or for you to be able to knock it in. Or it, it, I think from a from a difficulty point of view, it, you can be as skilled as you like, but you still need to rely on your teammates for you to be able to achieve mm. that perfect hat trick. Um, similarly, uh, the perfect weekend, what we'd call the perfect weekend at Formula One, which is fastest in practice one, practice two, practice three pole position and then win the race um, and then obviously the the modern one if you like is lead from the front and lead every lap and then win and, the race so that would be and, and, fast, and fastest lap as well in that and fastest lap exactly so you can be you can be the most skilled driver on the entire uh, in the entire field but again it takes a team effort it's 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 not necessarily something that um Jordan's motorsport could rock up on a on a Friday afternoon at Silverstone and do it takes years and years and years of car development and thousands literally thousands of people uh, to be able to get a car on the grid in in a condition that is absolutely rapid but then it still takes skill to get it over the line in terms of uh, driving the car to a perfect weekend so I think from from a team point of view I think it's that those two for me would be would be very difficult to achieve. Yeah, I mean, I'll, my second one is is a team sport, but based on what you've said in regards to Formula One and the cars on the track, you, it's ultimately the fastest car is going to win. So you've got a lot of things that come into play there. My second one is is a team thing, but you are solely reliant on Mother Nature, and that's the America's Cup the sailing competition. Sailing. So yeah. all, the, all the boats are on an even keel because they can, you are relying on the wind ultimately, you know, but yeah. at the same time you are working as a team. Everyone has to know their role. You have to have that one person that's in charge that is orchestrating all where people are going, what they're doing, how they're doing it. And there's, there's, there's no motors involved. There's no Gucci bloody, you know, who's got the best engine. Yeah. And anything like that, you are solely relying on is there enough wind and do you have the enough skilled people that work in unison to make that boat go quick? And I think it's quite a tough one as well, especially can you imagine being in cold waters as well, having you know the mm. type of weather, the water splashing in your face, you're up, you're down, you're back, you're front, you're leaning off the side of the boat at times to get it round the boys and things like that. It, it must, oh, nah, not for me, but. For me, then, out, out of these, I think the, the the America's Cup and the and the Formula One one are like like James says for for America's Cup, it's very. I mean, you've all got the same wind though, so and there has and there has to be our winner, whether whether you whether it takes three hours to do the course or or twelve because of the wind, there has to be a winner. So it's a little bit like the same with the Formula One, there has to be a winner, whereas with the perfect hat trick, and for me, the one four seven, and you can argue the nine data, but they are becoming a lot more popular. Yeah. That 
it's more about that you you the way to phrase it you are trying to achieve the outcome and, and nothing else will influence it like th there's nothing else that can influence getting a 147 like you, you you can still lose and do it it's not a win or lose and mm. uh, the survival of just being the last one on the track or or you know you can win a, you can win the four majors but in the masters actually you know someone absolutely blew up on the back nine and they dropped six shots and that's how you want it kind of thing it's it's your own destiny yeah with a As one well, four I seven with a nine dart you win, if you win majors you win four in a row that that is form and that is that 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 is the probably well, the most difficult thing to do that, so yes i agree with that to do to do four in a row would be absolutely unbelievable and and, and i don't think it's ever happened and, and i'll be honest even with tiger not done it I don't think he has done all four in the same year. No. You know, I, you'd have to be... I mean, that'd have to be something really serious. Has any golfer won all four mates in the same year? Bobby Jones in the 1930s. Ah, oh, sure for now. We can we can throw back to the nineteen fucking thirties all we like. Like yes. I remember when Harland. I think it was last year. In fact, it was last year when Harland got the world uh, top goal scorer in the Premier League, and it's the most goals anyone ever scored. People were like delving through history books that were found in the darkest corners of Hogwarts to try and dismiss yeah. him because they didn't like the fact that yeah, Harland was the most prolific yeah. prolific goal scorer that the Premier League had ever seen. Tiger Woods has won three in one year. Okay. And, uh, and, and I think, and I think, like like James says, it, that's probably the fact that Tiger Woods <laughs> has only won three in one year. Probably does does go into how hard it would be to win all four. Yeah. In there. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I watched all four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I probably struggled to watch all four if I'm being honest. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of like obscure sports, like obscure. So would like the grand national records. I mean, what about? I mean, what? I don't know much about horse racing, but I know the big, big races. I know there's there's the Cheltenham Gold Cup, is it? And then there's a grand national. There's one at Aintree, and there's like yeah. a Kings or Queens Cup. I wondered if somebody had won all of those in maybe a research bit, but like maybe Frankie Vittori or somebody like that had won yeah. all four. Yeah. Yeah. But even so, there, there has to be again. There has to be a winner. It's not an individual thing where, where like a, like a one four seven is yeah. impressive. Um, uh, you know, a, a a horse race, especially like the Grand National, is a little bit of a finger in the air kind of thing, isn't it? It's very, you know, is is so and so going to take a tumble? Is is this going to happen? Whereas a one four seven, you are at the table, and it is about getting the right spread. And there's a lot more technique to it. Ongoing. Yeah. So. I tell you where I tell you where potentially this conversation would be more better or would be better applied is is um the kinds of Olympic sports where they are judged. So for example, gymnastics, so for example, diving. Do you know yeah. where I nearly I nearly threw athletics into one of mine, yeah. you know, in regards to you know heptathletes and and like you say, those types of things where you're judged based on your performance, whether it's the horse riding, the well, what do they call it, like the dressage or yeah. the yeah. and things like that. You know, it's um 
I nearly put them in there. Simone Biles, for example, I think um, she's scored a perfect whatever it is. Like that, she she's performed the hardest, hardest routine Mm. in terms of difficulty, the highest standard. Yeah, absolutely nailed it. So ended up with the maximum that you can achieve given the current guidelines. So something like that. It's a very individual sport, and you are not. if you score a per, if you score a perfect ten on a dive, for example, uh, not perfect ten, but they they judge it on random numbers. But if if you scored a perfect score on diving, then that is on individual merit, and that is because you've jumped off a really high platform and done a lot of spins really well. Yeah. Mm. So this week brings a Champions League week, yeah. Europa League on the Thursday, the Sunday tea time kickoff. Liverpool, Manchester United. That'll be spicy. Well, I'll tell you what game I'm looking at in regards to Champions League is the Manchester United-Bayern Munich game on Tuesday because Manchester yeah. United got smashed yesterday and Bayern Munich got smashed as well, 5-1. They yesterday. did, 5-1. Yeah. So, I think that United-Bayern Munich game is going to be... That's going to be a game. You know, well, it's be a really good one. Next week, we will... I look forward to already going over that one. So I will catch up with you guys next week. Take care. Take care. See you later. Bye. Bye. That's everything for episode 29. Thanks for joining us. As usual, you'll get us on Twitter and Instagram at sportscastpod. You'll join us next week where we'll discuss the weeks of Champions League football and the weekend's sport. (laughs) 